Welcome to False Bottom Girls, a podcast about the wonderful yet sometimes confusing world of beer and brewing. Hi, I'm Rachel Hudson, owner of Pilot Brewing and an Advanced Cicerone. Hi, I'm Jen Blair, sensory expert, home brewer, and Advanced Cicerone. Oh, we're back from the dead. That's how I feel. <laughs> That's how I feel putting on, I couldn't get anything to work right. I'm like, did not send Jen the Zoom link. I'm sitting there just waiting for her to show up. She's like, hey, you want me to, you want me to do that? You got that? You know, it's normally my thing. You know, we all have our roles in life and that's mine. Make the Zoom link, send the Zoom link. And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 that's good. That's good. Let's get you on here. <laughs> and then I couldn't figure, remember how my headphones went on. It's been right. a minute. It's been a minute it since has. I re-recorded. We've been busy. Yeah. Real busy. What have we been up to, Rachel? Oh, also, this is False Bottom Girls, the podcast. Yeah, but they know that. Yeah. With our awkward intros. <laughs> <laughs> I know you came in hot with that one. I've just felt right. <laughs> I was like, let's crank this up. Let's get this power go. I, was, I didn't know what to call myself, power or whatever it was. But I'm as you, you can't see me clearly, but I'm cranking the arm. Yes. That's what I'm doing. Cranking it up. Cool. Um, yeah, so we've been taking our master tests and we we left you to to forget you out of our mind so we could put more beer things in there for our test for about a month out or something like that and then we uh then we took it and now we're back and it, we're going to tell you all about it of all about we went to our aroxa class for off flavor training the week before we flew straight from there to kansas city and took our test and it was exhausting it really was and it was we're so about exhausting two weeks i guess we are exactly two weeks out from the exam today um not Feels probably like a no lifetime more. ago right it really does <laughs> it does i was like we need to do this episode i'm gonna forget everything <laughs> about that day <laughs> yeah well and we definitely did the thing that we well i i don't know how you were but i know the day after the exam uh rachel and i were seeing the same airbnb and she left before i got up and I literally just got out of the bed, walked downstairs and laid on the couch of our yeah. Airbnb. <laughs> that's and that's I where I was for the entire day, like the entire day. And I would get up every once in a while and go like scrounge around in the refrigerator for whatever delivery leftovers we had. Yeah. And at one point I was trying to decide if it would take less effort to order like DoorDash and have it delivered or walk to the refrigerator and see what food was in there. And I was like, mm, well, go so far away. Definitely DoorDash. 100%. Yes, I did. I did DoorDash and this DoorDasher did actually bring it up to the front door. Nice. So that was great because part of why. You're like, that is less distance than the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well fucking done. Yeah, right. You're like, you're like, um, check the yes, please to utensils box. I am not <laughs> going anywhere. Exactly. That is amazing. I understand. I I remember thinking, being like, God, I'm so jealous. I should have done that too. And I was like, well, that's okay. I will just make sure to not do anything when I get home. 
Yeah. And I told Jeff, <laughs> and I was like, please just take care of anything at the brewery. Like, I don't have the mental capacity today to go back there. Um, pick me up. I want to go directly home. Do not stop. Make And he, he did good. He had things picked up and put away. He had the dogs all dealt with. He had food, like my favorite things. And I was like, you're a good seed. <laughs> you're going to do well. <laughs> He did good, but man, I was fucking exhausted. So I guess let's just, everyone knows the ending. Let's just start from the beginning. <laughs> we're exhausted. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're relieved. Yeah. We're over. Yeah. I've been, I've been spending the last two weeks actively clearing my mind of beer stats and commercial examples, which I learned this time. <laughs> and I was happy that I did. Yeah, right. I know that I got all of my commercial examples correct. And yeah, I was good. looking through the like as I was writing the exam, actually paying attention to like the points that are allocated to that. And was just like, okay, yeah, this <laughs> this does make a big difference to I know to actually know what your commercial examples are. I know. So I did that uh. because that was the thing, you know, Rachel. And I talk about this app that Rachel found, Aura, that uh, she has shared with me. I'm on her family plan. And we're all about this, like, there's, like, meditation and hypnosis oh, and all this stuff. It's so amazing. I was doing, like, the visual, some visualization meditations. And, you know, most of it is, like, think about how you want to feel when you were walking into whatever you're walking into and then back up from there, how, what you can do to make sure that you feel that way. Yeah. And that was really helpful for me to just to get through like all the commercial examples and stuff. And there were some that like, there were some styles that I was like, well, you know what? Fingers crossed that I don't get asked about this because I didn't learn five different commercial examples of Czech Amber Lager, you know, and just kind of gambled on that. And it was a yeah. good gamble. Yeah. Um, but it's a fair one. I gambled yeah. on historic beers, right? And I won. I won right. the gamble. Yeah. I won the lottery. <laughs> right. Same thing. And I Not saying you know, that you should do that. I don't want to be the responsible right. for anyone. Right. <laughs> yes, you can. You can assess your own risk yes. for <laughs> things like exams. Uh, but yeah, like there were things that I was like, I'm just not going to worry about this mm -hmm. this time, and it. Anyway, like the, the visualization, thinking through that, like, how do I want to feel? And also thinking back to going into the exam previously and thinking, I really should have done a better job of exactly. learning commercial examples, even if I think it's dumb. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I, I know how I want to feel, but more importantly, I also know how I definitely don't want to feel. And so that was really helpful for me, like leading up to the exam. Uh, but Rachel, I think, you know, one thing that the two of us talked about during the exam was just like how much more calm and confident we were yeah. going into the exam. Than well, day one. Definitely <laughs> in the past. Day one, I was feeling the jitterbugs. I oh, for sure. Yeah. Was, I don't, I mean, I know what to expect. I know the layout, but you know, it's just, once you get in there, it's, it's different until that point. And even when, before we started, like we were, you know, went through every, all the first day parts of what you got to do, did all the things. And I was just like a freaking emotional mess. And I cannot even tell you 
I have no idea that last time I felt so nervous. I have yeah. no fucking clue at all. Um, but then after like the first, so they have the it, the days split up. And so we had orals to start. But after the first oral, I felt like I just did so good. And then I went to the second oral and then I felt the same way. And I was like, okay, you know what? This isn't that bad. I know this stuff. And I just kept happening to tell myself that like, these people that are, I'm trying to think, I don't think any of them, we had one master Cicerone who was a proctor. Mm -hmm. So you have to remember, like, a lot of these proctors have not gone through this test. And not to say they're not qualified to be there. They are. They are typically the master or whatever specialty they excel in, whether it's food or caspier or draft or whatever. But it's almost kind of like, all right, you got to remember this is an endurance test. This isn't actually really a test of everything you know and how well you can articulate it because it's timed and you are forced. It is about everything you know and how well you can articulate it. Let me put it that way. It is. But also in a <laughs> short amount of time. Right. Like it's not like you have hours with these people to sit down and talk about whatever and go into the in-depth. You got to hit all the little topics <laughs> <laughs> this this cracks me up. I think I forgot to tell you this. I remember there was one we were sitting in there, uh, one oral, and he started out by pr- saying, "There's a lot of information you can talk about these f- four different ingredients." Had four different ingredients in front of me. He's like, "But we only have ten minutes, so I'm going to if if I felt like you answer the question, I might move you the long stuff like that." And so I was like, "Bada bada 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 bada" for ten minutes, and then. It was getting close to the end and I was like, wait, there's one more thing. It was in my head that I wanted to say about this particular thing. And then I just said rice holes and like the buzzard stop. And I was like, do you need (laughs) me to explain that? And he was like, no. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And and you're right because it is like you're, and this is not surprising to anybody, but like, you're not told here's the questions you're going to be asked and you have go in there, you have 10 minutes to explain that, you know, it is like you walk in and that's when you find out what the subject matter is. And sometimes the, like the question format doesn't go the way that you think it's going to go, you know, like not that they're trying to confuse anybody, but definitely like you're already trying to hold all of this information in your head. And then you get asked about something and you have to go, you know, you have to go into your memory library and yeah. go through all the, the stacks of books to find that. And then also, like you said, like all the little subtopics, just like, you know, yeah. yours got four ingredients. These are the four ingredients like that. That yeah. kind of thing. And you, like it's showing funny. your work all the way through. It was like totally our inside joke to be like, all right, motherfucker, you want to know? I'm going to start every essay with beer has four ingredients. And they're like, you don't, <laughs> you don't have time. Like, we want you to explain everything about beer, but you don't have time to explain everything about beer. So right. good luck. Right. Timer start. <laughs> yes. That's what I forgot. That's what I forgot. Yeah. Like, that's what I was like. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys are monsters. Okay. <laughs> I'm just but I, I do agree with you after the first. Well, so I would say I think a couple of benefits that I had and I think you had also like Rachel mentioned, this time we were split into two groups. So half of the group started with their orals and the other half started with essays. And then you flip-flopped in the afternoon. And then the next day you were flip-flopped again. 
So for me, I think being able to do the orals first thing on the first day was very beneficial because the orals are really what makes me the most nervous. I'm, yeah, I'm much I agree. better at writing my thoughts than I am at trying to speak my thoughts. Oh yeah. And plus with like, with the essays you get, you get all of your essays at the beginning of the three hours. So you can go through and be like, okay, this one's going to take me this long. I, I know this one, I can do it really quickly, you know, whatever. So you can strategize more obviously than you can in the orals. But the other thing that I was really beneficial for me was that we, the exam started at 9am. I didn't have an oral until 9.15. Yeah. So I still, and I actually, nobody had an oral until 9.15. Yeah. We all just sat there. <laughs> which was a little confusing, I think for, um, for Chris and Neil until they realized like, oh yeah, some, like there were last minute schedule changes. So there, yeah. in theory, there was there were people who were going at 9am, they just weren't there for the exam. And um, that was so helpful for me too, because like the day before the exam, uh, Rachel had to just deal with me being like, I fucking hate this. I'm just going to go <laughs> home. I don't want to do this. I just wish this was over. And so I like, know. get there. All of us. Yeah. And then you, you know, you, they introduce you to all the proctors. They tell you where you're going to go. And then it was like, okay, now I've got 15 minutes to, you know, just hang out and, and kind of get ready for that first oral. Whereas the first time I took the exam, I had an oral right at 9am and it was on a keeping and serving topic that I was not confident on going into it. And it was, I remember kind of feeling like, you know, we were getting a tour of this is where you go for all of these different orals. And then it was like, okay, well, it's 9am. If you've got an oral, get started. And I happened to just be standing right next to where my first oral was. Uh, and so then it was just like, all of a sudden, like, I'm just in this room and we're talking and it like took my brain a little while to catch up with the fact that like, okay, the exam has started. This matters. Everything matters. You're getting points. We're losing points on everything from here on out for the next two days. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. that like having to do that first thing with one that I wasn't really that confident in, I think definitely did not help my nerves. So going into it this time, knowing that I had that 15 minute break and was kind of like, okay, now, now I can reframe these nerves as this is excitement. You know, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I am yeah. excited to start the orals. And that was, that was definitely beneficial for me. And then the next day with us being able to start with the essays, first thing was, yeah, that was good. amazing. And, that was like, and being able to finish with the orals was just, yeah, it was such a good setup for me. And, and I know you had mentioned it, Rachel, while we were talking about it, since we were in the same group, you're like, yeah, if it was flip-flopped, I'd probably find reasons why it was beneficial for it. To like, be. yeah, it's all about the attitude. You're just got to yeah. get through this test. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it was like coming in. But I really did morning. feel like I got the the better side of the stick there. And... Yeah. Yeah. And, and I definitely agree because like the second day is typically when you're writing your food pairing essays. And that is an area where I ha historically I have, I'll just uh, reframe and say that I have lots of opportunities for points in, <laughs> in the food pairing section, but it also takes me 
a long time to answer those those two food pairing essays. So, you know, we have three hour block for the essays and for the food pairing ones, I give myself an hour and a half. No, it was for those so two much essays because the other typically the other essays are like that's when you have the beer flavor and the brewing process and ingredients. And for me, I'm very confident in those areas. So I was like, okay, I know that I can like bust out these essays in 15 minutes. I had that the same was- strategy. And I, after the first food essay, I was like, I need a break. I <laughs> spent like 45 minutes on this food essay, probably an hour. I was like, God damn. So I was like, I just need to switch my mind, go to do something else. I wrote about fobs, came back to the other food. Cause I'm right there with you. It is rough on my brain to do the food. And it's not yeah. like they, it was a lot. It's like, okay, give us you know, write flavor descriptions for all the beers that you choose and then all the pairings and go through, you know, it's like a lot of stuff. And you're just like, I, one, if I could type this, you would get so much more information. I could do, I could provide such better answers because I just have the time because I just can't, like, it's different when you're writing all this out. It's also like translating your thoughts to pen I don't know. It it feels like a lot slower of a process than when I can just type. I've also been like typing every fucking thing, even in high school, because we got mm-hmm. laptops in high school. We were the test group. Oh, yeah. See, I um, we were the test group. We still had like the one computer lab when I was yeah. in high school <laughs> yeah. and um, they were still teaching typing classes. Yeah. Like typing on a typewriter typing classes. That's I remember thing. that. I did not take the typing class because I was like, um, I'm not going to be typing my own stuff. <laughs> I will have people doing that for me. <laughs> that is such a lawyer attitude. I love it. <laughs> I will not have typing classes. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, but it was the other thing that I thought was really good about that too was, you know, the your hand hurts after writing <sighs> for three hours. Yeah. And then, you know, you finish up with the essays and then you go into the um, tasting panels. And so it was really nice to like go into the end of my day without feeling like I have a literal blister on my ring finger (laughs) and my hand hurting. You know what I mean? It's like you go into the end of the day and like you're still kind of feeling like fresh and energized. Whereas I feel like the people, you know, writing the essays like at the end of the day are like, like you're trying to you definitely have more opportunity for running out of time on the essays than you do on the orals because Mm -hmm. With the orals, you know, or else you can get through everything because you also have a proctor there whose job is to get you through everything. Right, right. And sometimes, you know, if it's like the you're, you know, you're wrapping up your thoughts when the timer goes off, they'll be like, yeah, just go ahead and finish, you know, or make sure that they give you that time to just finish up your oral portion. So there's not, I don't know, like I felt like I just ended the day a lot more relaxed going into the last two tasting panels because. I had, you know, just done an oral and then I had a 30 minute break and then it was going into the tasting panels and it was over after that. And I wasn't going into the tasting panels thinking about how bad my hand hurt. You know, we're like the first day going into the tasting, the two tasting panels at the end of the day after writing essays, 
you know, like they pass out the sheet for you to fill out. And I was like, fuck. I know. I cannot <laughs> write anymore. Even those if it's just the day, like word. <laughs> those end of the day tasting panels are the fucking worst. Like, again, let's provide panels at a time where people can give you the best of their selves and not in like <laughs> I don't know I, I like it would be because they do two tasting panels you have one in the afternoon after your orals or your essays and then one after in the finish up the day one at that and at the finish up the day I almost rather just do it in the morning I think I know I know why it's benefits and cons to both sides but it's like I think for me, I would, I'm not that no one no one cares a fuck what I think. It's not going to matter. But <laughs> if I had my choice, God, it is rough, and my attitude is not good. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it is really hard to get through. But like, especially the very last panel, knowing that that is the only thing that stands between and you, you and freedom. Yeah, and a shot of <laughs> Malort, and then yeah, yeah. and then being finished. And it it is, I mean, it's, it's really hard. And I definitely, I, I know I've talked about this before on here, but some of the best advice I got was, you know, you need to be in the right mindset to walk out of an oral, walk out of a tasting panel, you know, walk out of your essays, knowing that you fucked something up yeah. and just forgetting and just leaving it in yeah. your rear view mirror and keep moving forward. It's a forward. whole new start. Yeah. yeah because you can't. You can't ruminate on that if you're going into your next oral or you're going in, you know, like you you just have to be like, okay, this happened. It's like the whole thing with the monks drawing the like the mandalas in the sand and at the end of every day they wipe it away. Like that's what you have to do. And there were a couple of orals on the second day, like my last two in particular, I did not feel good about them when I left, but I was like, doesn't matter. Keep going. Like you've got, just leave it leave it in the yeah. cold box and <laughs> go upstairs and like, don't think about it. And, you know, so it was a, a few days after the exam when I finally sat down and was like, okay, here's, here's how I think I did on, you know, these orals and these essays. And I don't know if that's beneficial or not. It's probably not, but I mean, we can't, we can't help it. Right. You want to get an idea oh, yeah. of how you did And, you know, after both of the days, we came back and we wrote down, like, these were what the orals were. This is what our essays were. This is what the tasting panels were. And so that, I do that because it's helpful then when I'm ready to go back and look at it, I can think a little bit more critically. And especially with the tasting panels, you know, they go over the tasting panels. Yeah. You you know, like the off flavors that you did. Right. So, and you know, like what your beers were for the consumer and technical descriptions and you know that going, you know, leaving. So you, I think most people, especially at the master level, will probably have a pretty good idea of how they scored on like the description panels. You Mm -hmm. definitely know how you scored on like the off flavors and stuff, but there is always, you know, maybe the scores will be adjusted for one reason or another so it's not necessarily set in stone you know if Mm -hmm. every single person misses the exact same thing maybe that gets thrown out maybe not and sometimes there's partial credit for some of those as well so it is hard to tell um yeah in like the first day the off flavors they typically don't do on your off flavor just panel they don't do the same ones they'll do the rest of the list 
or continue <laughs> through the list. Yes, Rachel. Which, which you have to find a good way to memorize for yourself. It's part of strategy when taking That's the right. Master Cicero test. Oh, I don't Y'all, know. I, this is, I did this not is prepare. when I learned. I did not prepare. I have to make sure I know the words. Let me do a quick it, note. My my podcast <laughs> co-hosts really spit rhymes. <laughs> not and, freestyle, though. I had to do a little prep. Yeah. So like, you know, like we were saying, we wrote down like, okay, these were the off flavors. And part of that, like you said, part of that is the strategy of it because you're very likely not going to see the exact same off flavors on the other panel. So it's kind of like, okay, once you've seen this, it's knocked out of the running, you're not going to see it again. And so that's one of the things that Rachel and I did the morning of the second day uh, is write down all of the off flavors that we could get tested on and then strike out the ones that we had seen the day before. Again, that's not a guarantee that you won't see the same flavor again, but it's likely yeah. not. Again, that's one of those gambles. These are, you, these, are these are our strategies. Yeah. And so, you know, going through like, okay, we can get in our minds what flavors we might see today and start thinking through those. And we, you know, we get the list of our flavors. I go upstairs to get ready. <laughs> I come back downstairs and Rachel's like, okay. I made up a rap for the remaining off flavors <laughs> and I'll, and I'll sing it for you as we walk over to Boulevard because we were staying like directly behind Boulevard. And, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be like, my name is Rachel and I'm here to say, <laughs> and Rachel just busts out this rap <laughs> that had me laughing so hard. I was crying and it's just really good. So if you if you can't find it right now, Rachel, I do also have the video. Oh, I'm just. I can just. No, no, no. I'm right. I'm writing. I'm just writing some quick notes about the lyrics I so I can. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, so that's that. You know, is part of the strategy for us going into the second day, and there is particularly with the off flavors, but I mean, with everything, really, there is a certain amount of luck involved. You know, I know that of the 29 off flavors we can be tested on for the exam, there are three that I am not good at. I'm not good at ethyl acetate. I'm not good at grainy. I'm not good at multi-biscuity. I think I might actually be anosmic to multi-biscuity, but I'm not certain. And, you know, two of those three off flavors were on the exam where they haven't been on the exam before. So I didn't do as well on the off flavors this time as I have in the past, just by dint of two of the three off flavors I am not good at yeah. were on the same panel. So I miss those. I literally have no idea how I did because the first one, I was very annoyed with the setup of our panel. We were not in a good room which they did fix for the second day mm -hmm. so i was at the end of the day i didn't even want to listen to the answers i didn't even want to know right and so with everything on that but i uh i uh i am um, i'm good to perform oh okay i can do it i um, had to write i wanted to write down some notes because i need to make sure i got had the lyrics you know i can't be spitting in spot <laughs> can't be can't mess up the spitting. Yeah, spraying it, not saying it. So <laughs> here we are, everybody. 
the world premiere on All this right, podcast so of this is Rachel's not, remaining off flavors wrap. This is the remaining off flavors wrap version two. You know, gonna hit the street soon with all the off flavors if you really want to master them that's what i should do maybe i will if i take this test again <laughs> <laughs> all right so i need a beat jen can you give me a beat never mind jen can't give a beat it's hard it's hard doesn't pick up the sound yeah i was about to say it's hard over zoom so i was trying to get my hands <laughs> in the frame <laughs> all right so for ep you know me getting down with butyric and caprylic who's getting catty with chlorine getting down with the dms now grab some jasmine and take it out oh no this isn't right wait i gotta do it again cut we're gonna beat all it right. we're gonna beep it <laughs> because i put the i, I didn't do the ethyl I, I, sw I switched a verse and it doesn't sound it doesn't rhyme right yeah I do okay. have the lyrics that you left me in my notebook. <laughs> no, I got it. Okay. All right. I'm going to beep it in. All right. All right. Beep. Beep. For EP, you know me getting down with Bateric and Kerpillic, who's getting catty with Chlorine. Let's get down with the DMFS and then we'll go visit Ethel Buteric and her sister Hex. Now let's grab some Jasmine and take it back outside. Put it in the dirt where it resides. And then we're going to meet Indel, Isol, Lactic, and Light, who are all getting musty with metallic ice. <laughs> ice is vanillin. Get it? Ice, ice cream, vanilla. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. I said, no, I it's good like that I you explained it. Yeah. It's I felt like I needed to explain that one. But yeah. So version two, full off flavors coming soon. Yeah, Next year. Yeah, it'll be October on our fall. 2024 when I <laughs> retake this exam. Yeah, this is definitely getting added to the False Bottom Girls album. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure to give you a fresh cut. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I also have the one that I filmed in the bar. Uh, yes. that's that's not that's, the most i don't think we'll release that to the republic it's for <laughs> special people i uh i do feel like i could pass this test i also feel like i could fail I'm, i feel like i'm right there so it's kind of different At the first test i walked out knowing that like i wasn't going to pass i didn't expect to pass when mm -hmm. i got there i was my goal was a 70 and that is what i got exactly so whoo but uh this time uh, it's rough it's rough you know i feel like i still have to pay my dues to take and take it a third time because that's what everyone does <laughs> so, but if i could not i'd be eternally grateful for that right yeah i definitely like leaving well after the exam was over i went back home like my my ancestral home of the ozarks uh to visit my family and so I just kind of had the day of laying on the couch and then the next morning was like, was back home for a few days. Mm -hmm. So I really didn't think about the exam a lot. And I, you know, I had people who were like, oh, how did it go? And I was like, ah, oh, fine. Yeah, exactly. Because in my <laughs> mind, it was also like, well, I'm not taking this again, whether I pass or not. Yeah. So it really doesn't matter how I did. And it does. It does matter. It matters to me. It does matter. But when you go into it knowing that it's your last time no matter what it just kind of hits different when it's over it's just like yeah. okay well that was an experience that i had and i won't have it again 
hopefully I won't have it again because I passed, yeah. but I'm not going to retake it. And that was something that going into the essays the second day, our friend Lauren, as like, as I was walking by, she puts her hand on my shoulder and she was like, just remember, you don't ever, this is the last time you ever have to do this. Yeah. And I like, I was not at all expecting that to make me emotional, but as you know, I cry about everything. I did not cry. <laughs> I did not cry, but I did kind of start to well up because I was like, yeah, you're right. This is the last time I'm ever going to do this. And it's been a very big milestone in my life for a very long time. And then having kind of that finality of, yeah, I'm not going to sit down for three hours and write essays for this anymore. This is the last time I'm going to do it. And just having kind of that mixed emotions about mm -hmm. it was was surprising to me. And I think part of that, too, like we've talked about is leading up to the exam is just like, OK, I'm just getting through whatever's directly in front of me. And, you know, knowing that I have this many days left until the exam and then the exam is there and then it's over. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a buildup because you're just like, right. holy fuck, this has been my life for so long. Right. Right. And like last week I had to spend a couple of days figuring out all of the things that I had told people I wouldn't be able to do until after the exam. And it's like, oh shit, now the exam's over. And I need to remember all of the things that I told them. I was like, yeah, totally. I can do that. I'll look at the you. exam. Yeah. <laughs> They'll find you. You don't have right. to remember. Yeah. It reminds yeah. me of this like little thing on Facebook I read one time that I just fucking think about all the time because I love it so much. And I'm pretty sure I've told you before, but it was like this story about this one girl who came back for being on maternity leave and just select all to her email and deleted them all. Yeah. And was like, <laughs> if they need me, they'll find me. And right. I just feel like you ha can do that. I just feel mm -hmm. like you can do that with these things. You're like, yeah, remind me in 2024. Right. And that's <laughs> up to them to remind you. Right. Right. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. What else? What else do well, you have about the exam? Well, I mean, obviously, I, you know, I don't want to feel like we're letting our listeners down, but like we can't tell you what the questions are, were. So we, we've told you the format. We, you know, there's the format is not a secret. It's online. Mm -hmm. um, and I say all this outside out loud to myself mainly because I just want to make sure I don't mess anything up. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We uh, we took a picture, a group picture afterwards that got posted online. So I feel like it included all the proctors, included all of us very relieved us this is after the fact yeah. with beers in our hands right. i like i like look like this little happy hobbit like i like the way my <laughs> shoulders i guess i was trying to like not be too tall for the person behind me and like squeeze in i look all like i'm just so excited with my beer <laughs> no it really is funny um and i hadn't i hadn't enunciated it until just now when you said that but it i i have looked at that picture like several times and like each time I see a different person and yeah. kind of what they look like <laughs> and yeah. And it's like, everybody's kind of having a different experience, but you can tell that it's like, <sighs> like we've all just had this weight yes, lifted off of us. Just like we like each other again. Right. We're here. <laughs> we don't have to leave. Like I know the first day. I, so like, I think we should give a little bit of advice about getting yourself through this. Cause I got a lot. I got a lot. I feel like, like 
I'm going to start with when we arrive and I'm going to be blunt and I'm going to tell you guys, we scheduled a tour. There's nothing wrong with that. You can schedule a tour. It's part of research. If you want to learn about breweries, you should take tours. So I highly recommend you do that if you are taking the master sister exam. Yeah, I think that's excellent advice. I think you should take a tour. So we got there on Saturday. Test is on Monday. We scheduled the tour on Sunday. I, if I could have gone back in time, I would have not, I know it had been hard flight wise and getting there, but I would have tried to take that tour Saturday mm-hmm. and give myself Sunday to not be at the brewery. Cause one, right. I wanted to, I knew I wanted to go to the brewery. One, we're standing, we're right behind it, but it's always good to familiar, familiarize yourself with the parking lot and the entrance and just, yeah, there, yeah just you know? as many parameters as you can. Yeah. You're trying, this is the fucking master Cicerone test. You get one time a year to try to take it. It's expensive. You have to travel. You need to do everything to set yourself up for success. So that was great. They have a very big um, tasting room, four mm-hmm. levels. You know, you they know, have a you- huge campus. Like it's a yes. literal campus with multiple buildings. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm just just the tasting room. It's like its own building with some offices and the tasting room. Right. And then you walk to this other building where the brewery and multiple event spaces. It's just ridiculous. But um, it's very helpful to do that i do wish we had taken the tour saturday because sunday the tour started like in the afternoon and it was the in-depth tour the unfiltered tour they like to call it so it was it was a long time but you know you're trying to just again familiarize yourself with the area because some of the testing could happen in that area Mm -hmm. and we're just like it's you know we just know too much we just know too much about beer to care about what any of this or guy is saying right. we're also in a weird headspace because we're getting ready to take this test like the next day we're getting shuffled around through different areas which is fine but what we really want to do is just be at the brew house and not deal with this poor guy so right. everything we want to do we can't so we're like getting in this bad mood and we're just like oh why am i here it could be at home studying so i wish i went through that process the day before so i wasn't i wouldn't have been freaking out as much about losing study time because it was sure day, you know i will then, say just a yeah. minor point with the tour that we did they offer them on fridays and sundays oh well that's good to know. I just say, right. if you have the option, maybe don't. Yes, I agree. I agree and with that, you. And do what you want. This is just what I had felt like. But um, he was. They were fine, and they gave a great tour. Like people were there to have fun and learn about beer, and like not be so serious. <laughs> unlike that's the, true. Yeah, I'm like four of us who are there prepping for this test, who are all just in a weird headspace, and we're just like, yeah know the answer to this malt pop citrus why you know we're just like we know all these answers we don't want to do this why are we here and then um at the end of it the guy was very nice and he gave us some beers and talked to us about some stuff and we ended up telling him what we were doing there and we were just like we're sorry that we're yeah, he was very confused <laughs> i think about us but also very misogynistic for the three women who were pointing at equipment and, and true talking we, about things. i was trying to point out a cip system to them to lauren and jen and explain how it works and he's like what are you talking about over there how do you know what the word cip means and i'm like because I, because so, not you're not the only one in the world that knows what cip means you know like calm down yeah um, but, but yeah, we were, it was kind of like, okay, we're, we understand that we're not here for the same reasons other people are. 
And like, we, yeah, we weren't trying to like ruin the tour for anybody, but it's like, we really just want to get back into the brew house and see what equipment you have. And uh, like when we had it last year at Sugar Creek, like I've been in that brew house several times. So I mm -hmm. knew, you know, they have a wart receiver, they've got a hot back, like they've got this stuff. And that was the kind of stuff that we wanted to see at Boulevard. Like, do they have something not necessarily weird, but like something you might not normally see in a brewery. Like, is there a cool ship? Maybe we get asked the question about a cool ship, you know, that like yeah. that kind of thing to see what just what it is. And then it was also great again for just controlling as many parameters as you can. Mm -hmm. When we went in for like the oral exam in the brew house, we had already been in the brew house. Yeah. So as we're walking in, I'm like, oh, okay, I know where we're going. Yeah. You know, like I, I know, uh, I know which brew deck we're going to go to, and we, uh, you know, Lauren very nicely asked the tour guide if we could see the cold box, and so he took us down yes. to the cold box, which totally and, turned you know, around the whole tour for us. We were like, yes, yes, this was worth it, worth the whole <laughs> two hours. Yeah, and we all and, we all get in there. We're just like, ooh. Yeah, I, but yeah, we're just like, okay, there's this, there's this, there's this. Did you see this? Yep, I saw that, and that was very helpful for the exam. So helpful, and it was that like the even just the cold box itself, like Rachel said, for a brewery that has four different levels, there's like one cold box and it's way smaller than you would expect. Yeah. And it doesn't have some of the equipment that you would expect. And yeah. it's got other equipment that you wouldn't expect. So just being able to already know what was down there because we asked to see it. I will say one of the coolest things I saw was they have steps that, you know, four story, you got to take the steps to get to the cold box. And that's a bitch when you got to put kegs down there. So they had made, I guess Neil had made a keg pulley system. Like imagine just hooking up these kegs, not just one at a time, but you could do like multiple at a time. And they just like go down in this like little factory style line. It was just cute. It was yeah, cute it's and like, very inventive. You you know, those chairs that like old people have yes. that help them go up the stairs. Yeah, it's like exactly if the chair was being picked is. up. Yeah. It's like if the if like <laughs> something was picking up that chair and taking it down, just right. and you have like five old people going down at once, <laughs> and they're all like, "Yeah, that's amazing." Yeah, it yeah. was it was pretty cute, but yeah, it was pretty impressive. Like, I also did see something that I had never seen before, which man, it was kills me because it caught it caught me, and I was just like, "That's so simple yet so not intuitive." is they had like they have like their big gas tanks but they had if that big gas tank ran out they had a small little gas tank that was connected but not open and you could just turn off the big one turn on the small one and you had this backup for your bartender so if like saturday night no one can there to you know refill the huge co2 tank obviously you have a way to get through and i was like man that is built out of reaction yeah <laughs> no, that is a reactive someone, ideal, yes, not a proactive learned ideal, but a I lesson. Yeah. love it. I love it. It stumped me, but once I was explained what it was, I was like, man, that is that is why you go on tours because people do like to say, you know, if I've been on one tour, I've been on the mall. I'm like, no, you haven't because one, <laughs> you literally haven't. And two, you that's this if you're trying to like learn, you know. This is why you do it because little things like that, this brewers are inventive. You know, we're engineers. Also, we will build things that do not 
you cannot buy. <laughs> so right. we, so you gotta, I, I loved it. I thought that was really great. Um, I do, uh, I feel like that would have been a switch on my prep level. I do feel like the, after the first test, after day one, Jen and I got out of there. We left immediately because you don't want to get in the rut of sticking around, talking to everyone else about what they messed up or what the off flavors were or this or that. What they thought, yeah. And you don't want to drink I too much I do not either. care. Yeah I, yeah. I cannot express to people how little I care about what other people put on exams. I yeah. do not give a shit. I want to hear how Rachel thinks she did. Yes. I yeah. want to hear how my other two friends think they did. And that's it. I don't want but to But I can't sit rehash. in that tasting room. And for two hours. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to get wasted that night. You know, you don't want to like, so we went to, we just went back. I think we were trying to study, but I don't know. That probably fell through. I think you studied. I just watched Love is Blind. Yeah, that's right. I, maybe I did say low. I don't know, but we <laughs> did it right. We got pizza. We, d- we did not leave the premises. Uh, we just chilled. And then the next day I just felt beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got a feeling about this one test question, Jen. So I'm going to need you to learn these eight things right here. And I like wrote it down on a postcard. Like I was up in the morning being like, all right, who, no one's going to trip me up today. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and she was, she and nailed I was it. Right. I was yeah. dead on. Like, I, I walked into that oral and the proctor asked the question and I was like, thank you, Rachel. Yep. It was like for us I, having this specific conversation this morning because you had a hunch that we would we were going to be asked and about it. To be clear, I just want to make note it was an educated hunch. We had kind of what you would associate with the the first part of the question the day before. So I was like, it could have not been that question, right? It, but I was just like, I don't know. I just got this hunch, and that's what I'm going to roll with. Yeah, I and remember again, my- like that's some of the gamesmanship that's involved because I've. I like I have notebooks filled with very detailed essays I've written about like beer to guard or like titratable acidity that I've never been asked about. But I'm like, I'm going to make sure like I just have a feeling. So there's there are a oh, lot of hunches no idea what you're going to get asked. Yeah. Yeah. That did not pan out. But this one. Mwah. And you just never know. Like you only have a, a little bit of time, you know, the next morning. You're like, well, I don't want to like, you, you know, if you don't know something, you don't know something. But right. to be able to go back and review some key points where you could just mention a one little thing can make a big difference in your score right and i remember at one point so when we're doing our orals we have like a waiting area where you're when you're where you go to when you're not doing your orals orals and you could talk with other people as long as it's not about the beer or the test which this story is going to go against that a little bit but (laughs) but it's a good one it's not that bad so uh i was sitting up there with one of the guys and he was telling me about his hunch for that same oral which was a different hunch and i had already this is day two i had already had that oral where my hunch was confirmed oh yeah that's so So i felt so bad i felt so bad because i can't say anything you're not you know you can't talk about the test but i was just like yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm so bad i wanted to help but i couldn't right yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) but that's his hunch and it's okay not to say that he fucked up the world probably knew the other thing just fine just right 
Yeah, but it can be a dangerous game if you think like I am going to be asked about this and then you walk in and you're not like you yeah. do have to control. There's two sides of that. Right, right. <laughs> but yes, well, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for your graciousness in us taking a break as we prepare for this exam. Now we just have several weeks left <laughs> until we find out the results. And you all will probably be some among some of the first to know how we did. And you can find us on social media at False Bottom Girls on Instagram and Facebook. You can also email us falsebottomgirls at gmail.com. We did it. Thank you, everyone, for your support. <laughs> Thank you for saying that, Rachel, while we're throwing out thanks everywhere. We had so many people, so many listeners, you know, reach out and send us messages and tell us good luck and words of encouragement. And that, that really does mean the world. That was, that was super nice to get all of those. We had a guy stop by the brewery last night. Se segue. I know we're ending, but I'm going to tell the story anyways. He, his name was Bob and he was in town visiting. He listens to the podcast, big fan. He was super nice. Like I, I was sitting at the, I felt, I felt bad. If you come to the brewery and you see me hanging out, drinking a beer, you don't have to wait till I'm about to walk out the door. Just come up and start hanging out. Plus when I'm walking out the door, I'm walking just out the door. To go home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, he stopped me as I was walking out. And he's like, hey, I'm sorry. I just want to introduce myself. But say I'm a big fan. I just passed my advanced Cicerone test. And I was like, oh, man, that is great. So I st stayed and like walked back to his table with them and hung out for a little bit. And his girlfriend, her name was Sam. She was awesome. And she was like, he probably won't tell you this because he's too humble. But he just passed his advanced Cicerone test. And I was like, he told me. <laughs> i was like yeah he's very excited and he should be and he should he was, be he was very very nice and super big fan and i just i love it so much and i told him last night i was like man thank you because i just kind of need to hear that right now because the other day i was just thinking to myself like man are people sick of this like do we still have things to talk about which is i know <laughs> which i know is of course we do like you just go through these attacks of negative thoughts sometimes and he was like no I need, I need you. Like, I need you. I love this. <laughs> he, did not say that. he did not say that. He's like, no, I love you guys. I love listening. Um, So I was just super excited to meet him. And I, I told him I gave him a shout out on the podcast. So oh, check. Hi, Bob. Box. Congratulations. Jen was super excited. Bob, she wanted to buy you a beer, but I had already left. And I, it's a lot to coordinate when you already leave. And <laughs> <laughs> so the next time we owe you a beer. This has been False Bottom Girls. And we make the brewing world go round. <laughs>